the um, what's up commercial from way back when. The what's up? Did they just revive that? Yeah. Did they, did they revive did. it? Yeah. And then you could just be like, having a beer, watching the bits. True, true. <laughs> Even though they can't watch the bits for at least like two more months. Watching the bit social media. It's too many. There you go. Too many syllables. So you know, if you're gonna bring back a Bud commercial, I wish they'd bring back the penguin, the Bud Ice Penguin. That would, like, wow. Carry around, carry it around like the bottle of Bud Ice, and it would sink. Doo, 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 doo. And it would like creep up on people and steal their Bud Ice. I can also. <laughs> that was my favorite commercial as a child. I don't remember that. I made my parents. Um, we went to Bush Gardens. And they, they, I made them buy me a Bud Ice Penguin T-shirt when I was like eight. <laughs> I went to maybe I was eleven. I for went the to Bud Ice part or for the penguin part. Well, I like the penguin. I like the commercial. And my my dad was like, he's not gonna get a T-shirt with beer on it. He's gonna become an alcoholic. It's like that T-shirt had nothing to do with the fact that I became an alcoholic. <laughs> Welcome to the Bit Players Bits Per Second Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Jim. I'm Carl. And I'm Anne Marie. Anne Marie is our special guest. <laughs> We're very, very excited to have Anne Marie here because we don't have a reason to have her here. We're just happy to have her here. Wow. That's the first nice thing I think you've ever said to me on a recording. <laughs> and it will be the last. <laughs> and I can still retract it if I, feel I can. Or I can get it, I can edit it out. I was thinking that same thing. Um, so we are here to talk about all the things that have been going on in our lives, all the things that we want you to know. And right off the bat, we want to remind everybody that's listening to please donate to our PayPal, paypal.me slash firehouse theater. Uh, we are accepting all donations and we will be thanking you. And we're coming up with really fun ways to do that. Um, and we'll get into that later. But I just wanted to get that right off the bat in case you don't listen to the rest of the damn podcast. At least you'll know that we need your money. Or we're going to close and we're all going to die. And we're, I'm working right now with our ticketing system that soon um, we'll be able to have a donate button on our actual ticketing system too. So if people don't have a PayPal or don't feel comfortable with PayPal, they can just go right to our website. And rather than click buy tickets, you can just hit make a donation. Wow, so. we're getting very technologically advanced yes, in our and old people age. can always send checks. I know there's probably a lot of elderly fans out there that don't want to use a computer. A lot of elderly podcast listening bit player fans. Carl is noisy. <laughs> Carl, Carl's the problem. He couldn't have just like muted his microphone. Oh, my bad. I thought really it was on mute already. <laughs> so no, you can send a check to the Firehouse Theater and make it out to the Firehouse Theater as well. Yes. That's all so, I to Who wants to kick us off today? Topic number one, Jim Foley. Uh, so, um, I was thinking, because uh, my, uh, my Vlad interview is coming out soon. Uh, if you haven't been watching the, uh, uh, the, the interviews that Vlad is doing with each bit player, uh, definitely check them out. Uh, Rachel's just got released. I believe it's uh, the most recent one, right? Yep. Mine was um, last week. This week was Rachel. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, one of the things that he uh, asked me was uh, was um, about my uh, I don't know, like my tendency to make jokes that are kind of just for me and two other people. Um, <laughs> so, like, but I would argue that we all have that. So, what's yours? Like, what? Like, it, it, on any given day of performing, like, what's like, what's what's a uh, like either a joke that you made or, or like a reference that you made or like a, a character choice that you've made that's like a little private joke for you and maybe like one other person who will get it. It happens a lot with songs and song lyrics. <laughs> like I'll reference songs that like no one in the audience probably gives a shit about because it's like mid 90s punk rock or like Elliot oh. Smith poetry. And in my head, I'm like, man, that was a really good reference. And like, everyone just stares at you like, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> or when you're doing dating game and you're a, you're a, like a movie star and you start referencing movies that other people, you know, they're not going to remember, 
Uh-huh. Like if you're like if you're doing Burt Reynolds. Yeah. This is the example I'm thinking of. When I did Burt Reynolds and I referenced like three different like B movie Burt Reynolds movies before I got to like Smokey and the Bandit. Well yeah, Universal Soldier Three. I went with the Maddening. Oh my god, the Maddening. Yeah. Didn't Danny Houston direct that? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I I said like Weird Burt Reynolds, think- Angie Dickinson. Uh, yeah. What makes you think you're gonna find your wife and daughter? In my dirty old garage. Oh man, that's a, that's a... <laughs> no one got it. So it's just like, yeah, oh, it's just for me, dude. That's a stretch also, even it's for like me. And I'm I would big. Say... And... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the Jim. Most... I don't know. Can you even pick a favorite because you do it so often? Yeah, I know. Like, I don't know if I can. That's the thing. Like, because it depend depending on who we get for good cop, bad cop, or dating game. Like the first few references i make are just going to be something so obscure like like if you if if even if it's tom hanks you know the first thing i'm saying is he knows you're alone yeah <laughs> just his first movie <laughs> that's really funny um yeah. my favorite one that you did was so it was the the crowd was especially young that night mm-hmm. um and by young i mean like there were no like people in their 50s and 60s in the crowd Okay, so and, they're like our age. Yeah, but you took Ed Sullivan as your suggestion. Uh-huh. Oh, and you yeah. you did a running gag where you were like Ed Sullivan, and you'd mm-hmm. go off and smoke a cigarette off stage after introducing something. And yeah. you kept doing it, and no one got it. And it was Rachel, who was like especially young at the time. Uh-huh. So she 100% had no idea what the hell you were talking uh-huh. about. And it was for me, it was just heaven. Yeah, it was for, well, like, yeah, it. Th- I don't know, like I don't know that much about Ed Sullivan either, but like the the what like what I meant what I what I went for is that like Ed Sullivan like was the host to the sh- host of the show that launched so many musicians and so many like comedians and performers, and he had like such lack of interest in any <laughs> like in, in any of what they did, and like didn't really like like he it was like well oh, we got these. These fine four people from Liverpool who are just uh, here. I'm sure they're going to make it big. The Beatles, and you know, <laughs> or like he'd have the Who in their like American debut, and he'd just be like, "Now don't smash the guitars on stage, boys!" Like, uh, so like it, he would just kind of go off stage and smoke a cigarette, and just and then come on at the end. Like, oh, wasn't that great? For, like, you know, <laughs> like to kind of just like there for every major tv moment but also kind of absent <laughs> yeah like like he was the the conduit through which like the pop mm-hmm. culture like flowed but yeah. it really had nothing to do with it <laughs> right yeah kind of like the bit players a little bit yeah <laughs> what about you Anne-Marie? have you cuz i know most of your jokes now are about your kid yeah so um <laughs> who no one knows <laughs> for me as the mom that's for all the moms <laughs> Um, no, I think a lot of the times when I was like really like heavy into performing, like during summer seasons before I had kids and things like that, I, I took a lot of my material for characters from people that I have like engaged with that day. Cause I work with the public, um, in a, like a gateway city in Massachusetts so you come into like a ton, I come into contact with like a ton of very interesting people all the time, whether they be like coworkers, colleagues, or just the general public. So most of the time, at least like once throughout the show, I would put in like a person that I came in contact with that day that just had like either a really weird like twang in their voice or a weird like physicality to their body and try to just you know, get that. And that's part of my, like, I use this for therapy because they probably made me angry in some way. And now I'm going to be one of them on stage with nobody knowing that it's them. You just incorporated them. Yes, exactly. But I don't feel like I have enough, like, really, like, specific knowledge about a topic other than, like, Bravo shows to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the perfect thing that's what i'm asking like that's the the perfect thing like like this is funny for people who like bravo shows or like people who like bravo shows are going to get this in a special way that nobody else is like, <laughs> true i so i guess i do that when i get the opportunity most of the time though it's when elizabeth is not on stage because she has even 
greater superior knowledge to mine of encyclopedic yeah Mm. yeah (laughs) what about you carl what are the jokes you tell yourself oh i make myself laugh all the time no one else usually does but that's okay um like it's nice that i'm getting liz to start watching a lot of the shows that i consistently reference and make little jokes about and i'm like that's funny. Like, I quoted Community a lot. The Office, uh, even Lost, and I'd make stupid, silly references, and she was just like, I don't get it. Now, she's watching all those shows because we're stuck in quarantine, and she has no other choice. So uh, oh, She has a choice. Uh, yeah, she does. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, bring it to stage. <laughs> bring it to the stage. Uh, I try not to... Occasionally, I'll do like some small little character, like if we were talking upstairs before a show, like between me and Jim or Connor, um, we just make little like, hey, like right before shows, and then we bring it out on the stage, and we think it's funny, and then all of a sudden I'm like, ah, no one else in the audience was there, so <laughs> it just makes it weird. Yeah, I think if that happens a lot with when we ask questions to the audience to warm them up, and we're all like, we're going to ask you questions about all the things we talked about upstairs. Everybody else is like, "What does this even mean?" Yeah, so like that's yeah. Wonder like uh, to be in their shoes. I wonder what like why is everybody asking about Cuba Gooding Jr. Like, it was... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's a thing you do too, Jim. Where um, uh, we come out, we introduce ourselves to the audience. Yeah, say, "Tell me what's your favorite movie?" Where and then you describe. Someone's the plot character. of an entire movie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where Cuba Gooding, Cuba Gooding Jr. goes on a cruise. What's <laughs> <laughs> your favorite movie? With Horatio Sands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's just kind of like, it's kind of built in. When you spend a lot of time developing your own characters and think, like thinking about things to do mm. or things you can incorporate. Like they just, sometimes they're just your own thing. And, mo- and sometimes you're not really interested in whether or not anyone else is laughing. Nope. <laughs> Which is great when you're a comedy troupe. The amount of times that Jim and Connor have done, oh, hello, on stage to each other during shows. <laughs> Just like it slides into the accent so easily, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, there was a show we did. Uh, I, I text, but I can't remember. One of my friends, one of Liz's friends came to a show and asked for a book. And he was the only person in the audience who knew what the book was, and Jim took it, and I can't remember what it was. But I remember after the show, he was like, thanks for choosing my thing that nobody else knew about. And you were like, of course. It was yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot what that was, what, what book it was, though. Yeah. We have like a win- weird kinship with people, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. When you do, like, even if it's only two people in the audience who know it, those two people appreciate so much the jokes that you make. It's mm. almost worth it that you're alienating like the other ninety yeah. percent of the audience. It's <laughs> like you know, your time's gonna come. Your time will come a little later. You know, like, this, this one's for Joey. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carl, you got your notes? I do. Um, All right, Carl, what is your topic? I uh, I just saw online today that they are redoing. Uh, the Tony Hawk games. I saw that. And it got me so excited. And I started listening to the album again. I was, I mean, I don't know who, Jim, Anne Marie, did you play it? Uh, (laughs) um, But it just, it really like brings you back. And uh, I used to like play it with my friends all the time, high scores, try and beat each other's high scores. Um, And what was like a game or something that you guys played when you were younger that was just like that you, if you saw it today you would be like oh and it just brings it all back a video mm. game yeah or any game yeah. or any game board game or a book <laughs> <laughs> any memory you have from childhood <laughs> but like it just started getting me think like what was uh, goldfinger when they did the song superman it was the first song in the game the original tony hawk game yeah, um, there's the warehouse the song. Warehouse, yeah. And um, yeah. I'm so excited that they're redoing it. And I found my Nintendo 64, so I'm excited to hook that up. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going all the way back and looking at the graphics going, these graphics were amazing when I was younger. And now I'm just like, oh, God, these are crappy. 
I mean, I play Halo, and I'm like, these graphics are really shitty, and they were not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually you know Tony Hawk Pro Skater was a big one for me as well, mostly because of the soundtrack, because it had like a bunch of my favorite bands on it already. Yeah. Like Suicidal Tendencies and Goldfinger. Um, but also, um, there is a, a Quidnick Island reference in it as well. Is that in the Ooh. second one, or is that in the yeah, first the one? Yeah, the second one. Okay. Where Skater Island is one of the levels. Yeah. And it was a skate park in Middletown, and my band played in that skate park. Really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. It was, like, the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. It's like you have people, like, like doing, like, tricks, like, in front of you while you're playing guitar. It's, like, really that's cool. That's awesome. Um, that's probably one. I would say... The only thing my father and I ever had in common was a love for Doom um, and Wolfenstein. So those, I, I'll, I put them in the same category because it's the same company and basically the same game. Nice. Um, but the idea, like killing zombies, killing Nazis, killing Martians, murder is something my family treasures and is very close to our hearts. <laughs> my mom used to go in my brother's room and take all the games that had the M on it M for mature, and yeah. my brother went and took a black sharpie and drew on all of the M games, and <laughs> not very well because you could still see through it. Um, but she, if she saw those, then she'd start taking away the remote, the controllers, and my brother would buy a controller and hide it under his bed. So when she took that controller, he's like, "Now I got this controller." Um, we had to go to our neighbor's house to play Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it was. We lived in a very strict household. It was only E for everyone. When uh, <laughs> when they started, so early on when the parental advisory sticker or label started coming out, yeah. they would just put the stickers on the CD cases. Mm. Mm. So you'd buy it and then switch the top of the jewel case. So you take a non-offensive jewel case cover, put it on top of it, no longer <sighs> had the sticker on it. It's this Raffi album, parental advisory. <laughs> exactly. Banana phone. Yeah. I actually and I and I brought it out for this. Uh, that is my brother's work right there, crossing, scribbling. Out. Oh my god! It oh really wow, is. that's that's professional. Yeah, we're looking at a Mortal Kombat four and sixty four game with the <laughs> rated M uh, label sharpied out. That's just impressive. Perfect. And did that work on your parents? No, absolutely not. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> um, she saw the dragon and swords and went, "There must be violence in this." She was correct. Yeah, it's a Russo Finnish legend. There's no violence in it. <laughs> what are you saying, Marie? I said that's the one game that just said finish him. Yeah, and you ripped mm -hmm. their head off and cut them up into pieces, and oh, it was spectacular. No, it's just it's just friendships and babalities. They do have... see that was that was too, my father thought that was too violent. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah, the, though oh, I we thought you were talking about the friendship and the babalities. <laughs> No. no friends. No friends in this family. Yeah. You turn them into a baby? That's too violent. No, turn no I don't want them playing Mortal Kombat. All you kids do is like play Wolfenstein and Doom. Yeah, well, it's different. They're zombies and aliens. It's not <laughs> people. Well, in the first Wolfenstein, you're just shooting Nazis. Mm. He's like, yeah, but those are Nazis. They're not real people. Okay. <laughs> we have to have a more complex understanding of history, Dad. Yeah. Um, Oh, God. I mean, my brothers played a lot of video games, but I don't think I had, like, I would play them, but I don't, I was never really, like, actually good at them or really, like, understood what buttons I should be pressing to do what, especially when I got to, like, Nintendo 64. But I did love, like, old school Duck Hunt um, mm. on, like, regular Nintendo. Yeah. And also on some special occasions, like, when we got into high school, my brother found a power pad at you guys remember the power pad yeah at oh, a yeah sale so like some days when my mom was working we would skip school and and like all any friend that could skip school would all come to our house and we'd just have like a power pad um marathon like tournament with all of our friends <laughs> we did uh, world, world class track meet exactly yep. that was, it was track meet 
with like mm-hmm. a long jump that you had to like run as fast as you could and then jump and then step off step off yeah. The, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh i love that one we, we would do that all the time and my brother actually loved that power pad so much that then he got into ddr so then he had the ddr ddr pad and then my brother every day before work when he was a teenager would get up super early and go down to the arcade which we still have in newport and play dance dance revolution for like an hour before going to work it was with like some meth head that he never is fantastic that's commitment to the game and i'm watching because we've been watching the last dance the michael jordan documentary best sports documentary since rick flair yeah and that brought me back to the days where we like i did play nba is it nba heat or something NBA Jam? NBA Jam, yeah. Was that on Super Nintendo, right? Yep. Yeah, so I used to play that, and I would love to be like the Chicago Bulls, even though I had like no idea at all about basketball, but I was like, that, they must be cool. Michael Jordan's on there. Yeah, but he wasn't in it. He wasn't? That, nah, not for... Was he he might have been in Jam TE, but I don't think so. Because I think those two, that 18 months that he was out of the league was when NBA Jam came in. Gotcha. But he was in NBA Live. NBA Live 95. EA Sports. It's in the game. EA Sports. <laughs> it's in the game. Jim, video mm-hmm. games? Uh, I think I, I, the one that stands out most is probably um, A Link to the Past. Super NES. Yep. Um, like that, I think is peak Legend of Zelda. Uh, like Not Ocarina ju- of the- Time. Nope, and I'll tell you why. Because Ocarina of Time is the reason I don't play video games anymore. Uh, I went in the Water Temple and I didn't come out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's <so> tragic. <laughs> yeah, but like I think, like I re- just remember a link to the past having like having such a good storyline, like such a good plot, and like. A well fleshed out world, and Ocarina of Time has that too. It's just like it got too frustrating for me. <laughs> to this day, I've um, never beaten Ocarina of Time. No, no, yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love like, uh, and I love the original Legend of Zelda too. But uh, the, the the Link to the Past to me, like that's the that's the one that if I do go back to playing video games, I'll probably dig into that one. Um, like it's Super Mario World is a, like I remember that like being a big like a big leap forward as far as like that um that uh, what that franchise went because it like built on like Super Mario Brothers three I remember I remember like being of ju- just the right age when Super Mario Brothers three came out and like what a different game it was from what came before it and like the the next one just kind of built on everything good about that. The, like the, those are the two that I would that I would go back to. I'd be remiss if I did not say Doctor Mario as well. Ooh, well, I, was because, say that too. I, yeah. like I still dream in Doctor Mario sometimes. Like that's how much I play, especially in college because I didn't. I never really liked the PlayStation controller, and it, once you had to start um, moving, like looking and moving with different joysticks on the same controller that's when i cashed out of video games uh but we had an s an nes emulator on a sega great dreamcast that we would play dr mario on for like hours and hours and hours and i had friends that i pretty much only had because they had the dr mario hmm. um i don't talk a lot i wonder why <laughs> uh, i loved how hated the nintendo 64 controller was but uh, yeah, so Doctor, you, know, you were ready to go. Huh? I was. <laughs> I wanted. To... <laughs> Did you raid your mom's house this weekend? Is that what happened? No, it was in our spare room, and um, Liz took it out of the spare room and said, "Hook it up, or I'm getting rid of it." So now I'm hooking it up to the table. I mean, to the in the, the, the table. <sighs> I'm it's it. weird decor in your house. The TV table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our special guest, Anne-Marie, what is your topic today? 
Well, first I would like, before I get into my topic, I did do a little more research on pigeon sipping. Um, <laughs> went, Just to reference, this is the lie from the last episode that Anne-Marie... <laughs> I, went, I went to my girlfriends from high school and I was like, listen, guys, pigeon sipping was a thing, right? And they all said that it felt like vaguely familiar to them, but they could not place it. But I hope... Friend, I sincerely hope that vaguely familiar is not like the evidence that you're bringing to court right now, Anne-Marie. <laughs> but, but my friend, <laughs> my friend did confirm via YouTube video that pigeons are the only birds that can suck up water without having to tilt their beaks back. So <laughs> maybe that's where pigeon sipping comes from. If it's not an urban dictionary, it's not real. Sorry. If you retroactively had to justify it, it doesn't count. <laughs> All right. Well, but if you guys want to start making it a thing, can we start like hashtag? Pigeon sipping on all of our Bitplayer stuff. Sure. Yes, we'll make it a thing. We can make we can make it a thing. I just want to make oh, it yeah. clear that it wasn't a thing until you made it up. That's right. That's insane that I made that up. That I, I'm. It's but. impressive. If nothing else. Um, okay, so my other topic was this. John and I <laughs> have been doing a lot of yard work around the house while we're in quarantine, um, and my. I was having these thoughts about like, what would be the one tool if you could only keep one tool in your house forever, like which tool would you choose? Can I say Carl's ahead of time? Cause I know what he's going to say. Sure. Carl is going to say a hoe. <laughs> Not what I was going to say. I was actually. <laughs> <laughs> hoe would be number two. What was your number one? I missed it. A machete. A machete? That's right. Not a lot of uses for a machete. I mean, you can chop things, obviously. I've seen a lot of the crime movies with the cartel. You can do a lot with a machete. It's fair. <laughs> so is this just yard tool, or is this tool in general? Just Because I have two different answers. Um, uh, I would like to hear both, if that's okay. Do you think we have time, or are your explanations long? I can make it work. Um, I would argue that my most useful yard tool is my pickaxe because it has so many functions. So it has like the skinny end and then the axe end. I guess that's how it's the delineation is. But um, so you can dig with it and you can kill with it and you can kind of, uh, you can, I make my rows um, for my garden with the, the pick end of the pickaxe. Isn't so the pickaxe what you bought, like, in in panic before quarantine? No, I bought an axe and a hatchet. Oh, okay. Greatest buy ever, pre-quarantine, I just have to say. It's I've just been finding shit to chop, because now <laughs> I have them. I'm like, well, I guess I better go, like, we had a windstorm last week, so I went, well, I better go chop that little branch up into pieces, because it's not, don't want to have it too big. <laughs> Whatever, I just, just want to swing an axe. Okay. I chopped up my wheelbarrow. <laughs> just needed something. I just it was time something to chop up. Yeah. All right. What would your like regular household tool be then? I think I. I think it has to just be a hammer, right? Could be. Wrench. No hammer. Hammer. Wrench. I don't know. I think I like, you're not going to have any nails to hammer into the walls because you only have one tool. Go Wait, so nails aren't tools? So nails count as a tool? <laughs> aren't nails tools pretty much? No, they're like, are, are stick nails tools? <laughs> I, I don't think so. Are they, are they tool accessories? I. <sighs> like a staple gun would be a tool, but would a staple be. I don't think so. Yeah, I think a staple is purely like, well, now we're getting into um, some philosophical <laughs> questions. Like, I'm really I don't know, if, is, like, is your fingernail a, per a person? <laughs> you cut Guys, it off. <laughs> if my fingernails are people, then I, I committed some murder this morning. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've beheaded some some of my limbs. <laughs> Guys, I, I I cut off ten of my limbs this morning. <laughs> Carl, what do you think? Are nails tools? I, I think they're accessories. Tool. I I don't think they're tools. <laughs> it's, it's a weird. Yeah, question. like like our if you have you have a screwdriver but you don't have any screws. So it becomes useless. Exactly. So are they an they are, are they just an extension? So if you have a hammer, is it assumed that you can also have nails? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that you can get the tool accessory to go with it. So you get a nail for your hammer, you get screws for your screwdriver. Mm -hmm. Cocaine for my machine. Cocaine for your machine. <laughs> Danny Trejo, Danny Trejo. <laughs> All right, so then I'm definitely going to go with hammer. Then, if I can have my nails, mm -hmm. I'm going to go with, mm. with hammer. I too would go with my hammer and nails for my for my indoor, I guess, or for my tool, my regular tool. And then for my, I was doing a lot of thinking on this because we recently Obviously. purchased a power washer. And that would 100% be the tool I lived with for the rest of my life. I don't care if I can't cut my lawn or, well, actually, no, that's not really a yard tool, is it? What? A power washer? That is an outdoor tool for sure. Oh, it's an outdoor tool. Yeah. yeah. So. Those are so much yeah, fun. Yeah, they're instantly gratifying. I, it was the best six hours we have ever spent power washing my house. It was incredible. We're at the point where we now need to decide whether we're going to continue to pay a dude or we're just going to buy our own. Buy your own. It's uh, the best purchase. It, but I also need to get a bigger ladder, though. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a ladder, but it's only like an eight-foot ladder. Ladder? Barely nowhere. <laughs> I'm so glad you're so far away from your microphone for that. <laughs> yeah, please, please, please go further away. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we bought it the other day and like power what i i think it's totally worth it to buy it i i would start a power washing company right now if i could that's how much i love the tool but then if i <laughs> if i buy my own then the guy with the confederate flag on his truck is not going to come to my house and power wash it anymore i'll i'll be that guy i won't <laughs> even bring my confederate flag i'll leave the it guy <laughs> The guy who's so confident that people are going to need his business that he puts the most hateful shit on his truck. <laughs> <laughs> Only white people need me for this. Um, that's what he said. That's not what I said. Just want to make it clear. That I'm not saying that only white people power wash their house. Um, All right. So that would be the tool. Like, yeah, that would be the tool that I would live with for the rest of my life. So if you want to come over to my house and power wash at any time between now and Labor Day... Make a day of it with the family. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I will for a small price. I feel like that's for any like big tool that you buy. As soon as you buy it, you're like, I have to use this every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a drill gun. We, well, would we drill? Yeah. I had to drill. I was like, I'm gonna drill things. Oh my god, look at this bit. I'm gonna drill bit this. I'm gonna make hey, you can you can do so many drill. things with those drill bits though. We got the we got the like the attachments with like the the buffer attachments and the brush attachments. So we just we just use the drill to clean the bathroom. Like that's awesome. It's the best. Like it gets uh, right in the like in I between the tiles and everything. Mm. I hate myself for this. Are you regretting? <laughs> Your choice? No, because if the world goes to shit and we lose electricity, I can still use the hammer and I can still use my pickaxe. So, yeah. along with hammer, do you get nails? If you get a drill, do you get all the accessories that it comes with? No, I think See, you I don't can know. only pick one head. Sorry. Yeah, you get one drill. Yes, head. That wasn't my pick. Like I wasn't gonna. Like I, I, I'd say I love the drill, but I'm not. I'm. I've not decided that that's it, the one. So. Well, that's like another reason why I love this power washers because not only we did like the house and the. Uh, the front porch and deck and stuff but it also like weeded our walkway yeah like we, if you we have the power yeah you know what you can use for that too torches that's true <laughs> you take one of the, like the long propane torch and just burn them oh dang and it's really cool or yeah. a solution of vinegar epsom salt and dawn and you just spray them oh i thought you said dong 
<laughs> time for the time for the magic solution. Of course, Jared would be Epsom salt, Epsom salt and dong. Jared, will you please take your penis out of the vinegar? <laughs> boop boop boop. boop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's the only way to kill the weeds. <laughs> oh my god, sorry. <laughs> no, Jared, I said dawn. Oh no. Where where shit players. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Jim, what would you choose if you can't bring if you're not choosing your drill? I would probably pick just like a regular like spade shovel. Cause like when uh, Jess does most of the like actual like uh, strategic yard work because she's the one who cares about having a garden. But no, no, I care about having a garden too. But I have no, uh, I have no like rational idea of how to put one together. Um, so, so she's she's the one who has the mind for like this flower has to go here, this has to go here, like, and this is what we need. This is the sort of soil we need. And I'm like, okay, okay, like, and she's like dig this hole right now. I'm like, okay, dig, dig, dig. Like, that's my job. Um, <laughs> chop, chop, dig, dig, chop, chop. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, I would I would just take the, the, the tool that, like, you know, I can use what brute masculine force I have to, like, to move dirt. Because <laughs> that's, that's what I'm capable of. <laughs> that's fair. I almost went with the shovel, but I can use the pickaxe mm -hmm. in a pinch. Mm -hmm. The pickaxe can serve as like a, a shovel-like thing. I can move dirt. You with like it. break up the ground and then dig. I'm um, not a dog, but also the dog can help with that, and the dog's not a tool, so I can keep her. But no, the end because there's the pick end, and then there's the. I don't know what you call that. It's kind of like a spade. I used to use the... Uh, yes, yeah, I don't know what the term for it is. I miss using the push lawn mower with no engine. I used to have so much fun with those. Like the old-timey yeah. wheelie wheelie? Those were fun. So wait, yours is a machete? What about your indoor, indoor tool? I don't understand the question. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're normal. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, my indoor tool, uh, probably a screwdriver, because I feel like a lot of things in the house have screws in them. Phillips or flathead? Flathead, in case there is a flathead. Mm. So flatheads can use Phillips, can go in and use um, unscrew those. Most, but, yeah. Um... I would I would use screwdriver. Hmm. Jim, did you say your indoor tool? Uh, oh, my indoor tool. I don't know. They probably like a plumber's wrench, because hmm. like it can it can unscrew the small things. It can, un it can it can it can wrench the small things. It can wrench the big things. And good defense mechanism if somebody breaks it. I have used a monkey wrench as a hammer before. I'm thinking that too. Hmm. That's why I was telling you. Jared, Jared, I told you I didn't want to be your monkey wrench. <laughs> One more in pieces. <laughs> I, when I, I, I went to the like local hardware store to buy the plumber's wrench and the, the guy who like I can tell is the owner of the store because he's just there all the time. Like He, <laughs> he looks at me, he's like, ah, got a, got a big project going on. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> See, I like that. And like, oh yeah. Yeah, gonna working on your garden. No, I'm just buying fifteen pounds of cow shit <laughs> for my living room. Well you're either doing that or making a bomb. So like <laughs> That's true. I'm always like, Yes I am. I've got a big project. I'm a <laughs> I do things outside the house. I'm strong. <laughs> Such a big boy, Carl. <laughs> now where's the sticky sticky ribbon? 
Oh. Did everyone get their tool in? Duct tape should have. Is that a tool? Duct tape? Yeah. Duct tape, I, I think, think counts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say, duct tape uh, fixes everything. If I get an, if I could have an unlimited amount of duct tape, that would be my indoor tool. As this beca- quickly became like a section on home improvement. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> you did it better than me, Jared. I just sounded like a. Oh, 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 oh. Is that your Tim the Toolman Taylor? I don't know. I haven't watched Home Improvement in nigh on 30 years. <laughs> Did you say nigh on? Yeah. Oh. I don't know what that Nearly. Means. It means nearly. Nigh on. <laughs> sorry, I just mansplained to Carl. I'm sorry. Can I make a request for all of us to try to do our best Tim the Toolman Taylor grunt right now? <laughs> on once. Only if this is... Oh. Only if this is Hashtag tool time is the name of the episode. <laughs> yes. <Yep. laughs> All right. Carl, you go first. I can see you stretching. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> not bad. It's not bad. Could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Amory or Jim, you can Rochambeau each other for it. Go, oh, Amory. <clears throat> I'm nervous now. Okay. (laughs) 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 All right. I'm going to give you a mulligan on that one because you giggled through it. So we're going to let Jim do his and we'll come back to you once you can calm yourself. (laughs) Jim? You have to do it again, Jim. Yeah, I, was, I was doing like the like you you guys are going all all in like on the like really uh exclamatory ones i'm doing the more like mm-hmm. in between or like like that's the preposition of of tim allen grunts or like at the end of the that he does in the middle like that, he'll do it in the middle of sentences <laughs> no 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 the uh the yeah the, the interstitial ones like before commercials are like uh, <laughs> is there any show that like shaped a generation of men like Home Improvement? Like I at like seven or eight years old, I owned a T-shirt that said "Real Men Don't Need Instructions." <laughs> Home Improvement. Like what? The, the, I had no idea what I was talking about, and I was just like, all I knew is that like my dad did some like toxic things and would like fight with my mom when he was putting things together wrong. Like one hundred percent, I would love to see a T-shirt quilt of all of the T-shirts from your childhood. You <laughs> Actually, my wife, um, that was my bir- birthday or anniversary gift this year. The T-shirt quilt. The t-shirt quilt, because she wants me to get rid of shit. And I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm not a small anymore. Um, oh, you're you're a small medium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more like a large. Um, yeah. So All right, quit avoiding and do your your grunt. Pimental. I already did mine. That's a good one. Now, Amory. Now. You got it. I feel like I might go a different route on this. Oh, okay. I think that's exact that was perfect. I think we all did a damn good job. Tim the table man Taylor would be proud. Yeah. And Al Borland. You know, I don't ever... Why was he so shitty to Al? Like, I never... No, Al understood. was nothing but nice. He was nothing but nice. He was, like, a, he was like a great sidekick. He was, like, really cool to Tim. And, like, he always, like, fixed his fuck-ups. And it was just... Even as a kid, like, I, like, I viscerally thought that, like, Al was a loser. The only, 
like the only thing he ever, ever did wrong, the only way he ever wronged Tim was inviting Bob Vila on the show when he knew Tim hated it. Yeah, I guess that's it. Mm, that's it. Yeah. Maybe it's because he had like a Bob Vila look, so he was seeing himself being eclipsed by his sidekick. Mm, yeah, maybe. That was well, that's all. It, yeah, that's he me. had to keep him in his place so Al didn't get too big for his britches and go off on his own. I remember wanting to become a Detroit Lions fan because they would always wear like Detroit Lions gear. Mm. Because, you know, football, men, cheese, beer. Um, I was also 100% in love with JTT, so I loved that show. Oh, I can oh, see that. You, you're his, like, market demographic. There's a, there's a love for ZTB. <laughs> I know. I really... He was, like, a close second place, obviously, but... That that Lions thing with you was like me with Scrubs for a I little. I remember, yeah. I wanted to like the Detroit Red Ring, Red Red Wings, Red Rings, Red Rings. Uh, I wanted to like the Detroit Red Wings when I was younger. Um, not that I was like wicked yet, but like fifth grade. When did that start? Two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, sounds about right. But you know, I just well, yeah, because Perry Cox, yeah. <laughs> So, what was Pam Anderson's character's name? Because she was the first tool girl. Heidi. Yeah. No, Heidi was Debbie Dunning. Oh. I have no way of remembering. <laughs> Lisa. Because uh. she was the first one, then Debbie Dunning came in. Because, yeah, it was like the first couple seasons was and then she came back like when she was like Pamela Anderson um I was always more of a Heidi guy myself let's let's be real though I was always in a Jill mm. <laughs> is that his wife yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched it a lot I just don't remember their names Chris Correa has recently gotten back because into home improvement and he'll come over and he'll crack a beer and he'll just start reciting an episode of Home <laughs> Improvement to me. <laughs> Which I've seen like 25 years ago, but because the, sh- the series ran from like 91 to like 99. Like, mm-hmm. so it, it, it's so funny. He talks about him. Like, it's this, it's this show that no one's ever seen. <laughs> so, so they're on this fishing trip, they're going ice fishing. <laughs> and you know Wilson shows up and his face is like behind the counter and like behind like stacks of stuff because you know you can't see Wilson's face it's like yes I know the Wilson gimmick I just remember being like shook when they did the final like series finale and Wilson came out with the little like handheld fence yeah. and then uh. took it down and I was like <gasps> he has a mouth and chin he took it down and he just <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing there. It's like <laughs> I can't tell you how many, like when I was in college, how many philosophers, whenever I take a course, a philosophy course, and a philosopher would be mentioned, my only reference point before that class was Wilson Wilson talking about them on Home Improvement. And then in my head, I'm like, oh, I completely understand this. Yeah, it's on Home Improvement. Now, this has gone in a great direction. Wow. <laughs> There's also one other show that I just am curious if anybody else remembers. We don't have to talk about it, but it was called Hang Time, and it was on on, like, Saturday morning. Getting some hang time with these friends of mine. Was it? And that was, like, the Sounds still familiar. It was, uh, it was that TNBC lineup with, like, City yeah. Guys and uh, Saved by the Bell, a new class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only show that I remember that not a lot of people, some people think I made it up, was Kablam? That sounds real. familiar. Real. It had Action League now or Action Heroes now. They were like toys, stop animation, and then they had like a bunch of. Oh, different yeah. I think I know that. Oh yeah, it exists. <laughs> Guys, I'm trying to gaslight Carl here. You're not helping. But. <laughs> Everybody, everybody would have the same exact reaction that you guys have. Like, kablam, that sounds fake. I remember Zoom. 
Come on and zoom, 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 zoom. I don't know that one. That was on PBS and it was hot. You know that mm -hmm. song, the Cup song that Anna Kendrick did in Pitch mm -hmm. Perfect? That originated on Zoom. Did it really? That game, that clap, clap, tap, tap, tap. Oh, I thought you meant like that whole song. I was like, dang. No, that were, I don't think they were saying two bottle of whiskey from the way. Two bottle of whiskey when I'm gone. <laughs> Mom, what's two bottle of whiskey? Hang time. I, know, I, feel like I believe the first appearance of Anthony Anderson. Really? I believe so. What's the first thing I remember him for? And I know Dick Buckkiss was the coach. Oh. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I can do this theme song for the city, guys. C-I-T-Y. You can see got these guys. Yeah. And I just remember this, like, it being this like inner city school and them being like, hey, I'm saying no to drugs, okay? It's like, uh, first of all, why are there three kids in this inner city school? Isn't it also sad that I feel like the art of the, like, music to a show is just gone downhill? Am, am, I, am I alone in that? Well, I think streaming hurts it because you can fast forward through it. True. But, like, you think about, like, Family Matters and Saved by the Bell and Full House. Those were, like, songs with a message, step by step. You also had nothing but time on your hands when those shows were made. There's there's more commercials now, is what it is. Like, and they're trying to fit as much show as they can in, like, without, yeah. Like, so, so like, having, like, a 30-second long theme song cuts into showtime. Uh, like, Parks and Rec and... Mm -hmm. Um, like the office had like very and benign nine, yeah. Like they yeah. they have like limited, they have like fifteen nine. second, yeah. But even though there's no theme song, it's just music, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking theme song. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, there was there were like a couple of cool cats with like perms, guys. And they're all <laughs> we're all named like Luke and like Royce, <laughs> and they were just like churning. Out TGIF theme songs. Mm. Sister, yeah. sister, sister, sister. You never know how much I want. Yeah, but now streaming and cable can do all the theme songs they want, like because they're not they're not selling ad time. Like HBO is known for their very yeah elaborate oh. yeah. yeah so long. The um, <laughs> we've been watching The Wire. And um, such a good show. Stephanie hates the song in the first season, and but it's the it's the it's like done in different keys with different singers, different styles. But each, like, each season takes like what I'm explaining the wire. I don't need to do that. Everyone's seen the wire, except me apparently. Um, I haven't. <laughs> okay, but anyway, it takes like different parts of Baltimore. It's like one season's on the docks. Like one season is in the housing projects. One is like all the politicians. Like. So, so each every time we start a new season, like we finish one, we start a new one. Stephanie's like, "I don't know, am I gonna hate this one? Oh, this one's not that bad. This theme song's okay." So we've, we're in the fourth season, so we have one left to impress her or depress her. <laughs> so fingers crossed, boys and lady. I didn't see. All right, we are to the point in our show where we quit our bits. And what is one thing you can't stop? thinking about I will start because I have a very specific one that just happened Ooh. so there was a problem last week in Newport Rhode Island made statewide news um, someone in my neighborhood stuffed na roofing nails into oh, I saw this. pieces of hot dog for dogs to eat and like left them around the neighborhood Number one, I was murderous. So number two, well, as we've discussed, basically the only thing I do outside of my house all day is walk the dog three times a day. So what I do now, I have to do, is that whenever she stops to sniff something, I have to be like, what's that, what's that? Is that a hot dog? 
Are there nails in it? Okay, no nails. All right, we're good. We're good. We're good. So I'm walking around hyper vigilant about the hot dogs and people stuffing. Like I, so I see like a pizza crust on the ground. I'm like, oh, I don't touch the pizza crust. Like, you da da da. So today, where I'm walking her right before we came on, and I, she stops. She's sniffing something. I look over. I'm like, all right, there's no people food. There's no hot dogs. She can sniff that. I look away. Carl texts me the Zoom meeting information. I look at my phone. I look back. There's a full squirrel tail in her mouth. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I reach in to pull it out, and she's already swallowed it. I don't know where the rest of the squirrel was. Oh, no. I don't think she had time to eat an entire squirrel. So I feel like it might have just been, like, left behind. Does that happen? Like, could, I mean, a, a, I, I don't know. But I imagine so, the squirrel was run over, and a different animal probably got the tail and ran, and then was spooked and ran away from the tail, and then Gracie got to have it. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. So, Gracie's on tail passing watch now. <laughs> um, so we're gonna see what happens because, and there was nothing I could like also poop. also. Yeah, it's going to be very furry. Also, something to consider. This is not the first time that this has happened. When she was a puppy, I was running with her, and she stopped short. I'm like, come on, Gracie. And she turns around, and there's just a full squirrel hanging out of her mouth as we're running. Nice. Um, So I stop, and I'm pulling it, just pieces of this animal coming off in my hands. And uh, she swallowed the tail. So this is not the first squirrel tail. Um, and if anyone has any information on this, I doubt they do. But if anyone has information on this hot dog man or woman that is trying to kill all the dogs in my neighborhood, uh, the Newport police are now offering a $3,100 award for information leading to their capture. <clears throat> and then I will break into the police station and murder them myself. Yeah, there you go. Jim Foley, what are you bitsin' about? Um, well, like, I, uh, I, I'll, I'll sort of tell a, tell a story kind of similar to that, Evan, recently. Um, I, um, so we have cats, um, and we started, like, just recently we uh, started to have a bit of a mouse problem in the basement, because we, uh, and the reason we didn't have one until then is because the cats used to go down there, but, yeah. uh, the, uh, the they don't anymore because what what is now a mouse problem used to be a urine problem <laughs> um so <laughs> we stopped that um and uh you're actually gonna, you I have gonna, to have one jim you yeah, have a mouse problem or a urine problem it's just yep it's a trade um and so, uh, and actually, what I was going to say, or when Anne uh, Marie was talking about uh, power washing, we did uh, we we did the poor man's power wash down in the basement, which was we brought the hose in and just sprayed the whole place down. Uh, and then, did you use like, the sh- nozzle, or oh, did yeah. you do the thing where you put your thumb on top of the <laughs> hose? And spray it was you know, it was almost that. No, we did have a nozzle, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, and then we shot back that up, uh, but. Uh, when uh, you know, when the cats stopped going down there, like the the mice started to take hold, and they started we we you know kept some cat food in down there that they chewed into the bags for, um, and so but also they were starting to come up into the house through like the radiators and stuff, like because they can get through pretty small holes. And what we what happened is we were by the time we found them, the cats had already done their job basically, uh, which, uh, or they had, like, brought, like, and uh, like, our cat Oliver would bring, like, an offering to bed, like, ugh, ugh. Um, Gracie, Gracie does that, too. Yeah. So here, you like this? Um, Look what I did! But, like, kind of in the same amount of time that, you know, Gracie took to eat the part, whatever part of the squirrel that she did, um, like, we part. found our, we found our cat Henry, like the mouse's head was in his mouth and the rest of it, like he had one claw that had just eviscerated it. Like one nail was just in it at the right spot. And so we're trying to like get this mouse out of 
out of his mouth so he won't just like take it and just paint a corner of the house with it. <laughs> like it's but like it's just caught like in this jigsaw trap where like if we move anything the mouse's guts are just gonna spill out. <laughs> We managed to extricate it without much uh, gross stuff happening, but there's a, there's a there's a Tupperware dish that I had to throw away immediately. <laughs> and I did not think I could be outgrossed on that one, and <laughs> the trophy goes to you, Jim the Toolman Taylor. I had to mute myself because I don't want people to hear me tagging. Hey, Marie, what what are you bitching about? What animals are are you going to eviscerate on this podcast? No, I just wanted i I just want to give a special shout out to all the ice cream stands out there because they're really bringing me a lot. Of yeah, now the ice. And I love ice cream. It's yeah. like my favorite thing always has been and mm. like if i could eat a uh a chocolate butterfinger blizzard from dairy queen every single day of my life i would i would, I would do just that so i've we've kind of gotten in the habit of like every weekend if it's nice out either going to dairy queen or going to like a local uh, ice cream place down the street and sharing some ice cream and it's just been delicious and a very Nice thing in the beginning of spring. And then, yeah. That is so wholesome compared to what Jim and I described. <laughs> I just turned around and I was having a hard time doing that, talking about food after we had just talked about eating squirrel and painting. Murder, murder, murder. Hey, ice guys, cream. I love ice cream. <laughs> You're like our Mormon friend. But also, yeah, guys, well, I had a pretty wild weekend, too. You're like Mitt Romney at a party. <laughs> I feel like I always come on here and complain, so I felt like I needed to say something positive. It was positive. It was nice. It was... But also, I feel like when I, was in Bar- when I lived in Barrington, I was in a Dairy Queen desert. There was nothing, no Dairy Queen within, like, 20 to 30 miles of me. Yeah, but you had... Eskimo, um, King. Eskimo. Eskimo King, which is like 10 million. I, and I agree, but for a person who was raised on Dairy Queen, you still want your Dairy Queen. I don't know, man. If you can get a Mission Burger versus a McDonald's Burger. I'm a Newport Creamery. I don't think it's a fair, a fair. I love Newport Creamery. Underrated. Carl, what are you bitsing about? Um, I am bitsing. I have a question. I, while thinking about my old video games, it uh, got me thinking of other things that I had when I was younger. I want to know what happened to my parental advisory CDs that my parents took. They threw them out. Sold them in garage sale. Your parents, Alan Tipper. Yeah. My mom raided mine in my brother's room once, and I had one. I had the South Park CD, and he had an Eminem CD and a couple other ones. And she took Wait, the Chef Aid or the, the movie soundtrack? The movie soundtrack. Uh, and that's a good one. She took them, and I've always wondered what happened to them, and she won't tell me. Your mom doesn't have a drawer. It's bothering me. I don't want to go searching through those drawers. My mom has a drawer. We're still I mean, like our shit is. We just don't have the balls to ask for it back. Hey, mom, can I can my rolling papers back? <laughs> in the same house you grew up in. My mom. Yeah. Yeah, so the house that we on the Instagram today, or yeah. that's this weekend, that was my mom's house. And that's where you grew up. Yeah. Okay, because that would be impressive if like she moved houses and move and just like moved the drawer of stuff into her new house. That woman will die in that house. She will never move. No. Mm-hmm. Refuses. But so that's, that's a good point. Add my podcast. <laughs> My mother will die in my childhood home. Happy Mother's Day! So this has been the Bit Players Bits for a Second podcast. Uh, we are trying to keep you entertained and happy through the quarantine. 
and all the various shutdowns. Uh, we're working on a lot of projects. We are selling six-foot serenades where we safely serenade your loved ones for their birthday, anniversary, graduation, Father's Day is coming up. Uh, you fucked up Mother's Day, sorry. But we're offering all that, so keep updated on our Instagram, our Facebook, all the social meds. Um, another thing is please donate to our PayPal at what's the address for that PayPal, Anne Marie? It's paypal.me slash firehouse theater. With an ER. Right? We would like to stay open. We would like to be around when all this clears up. Uh, so please help us out to defray the bills because I can't support this family all on my own. Hashtag save the firehouse. Hashtag save the firehouse. This has been the Bits Per Second Bit Players Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Jim. I'm Carl. And I'm Anne Marie. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey. Hey, was that the best we could do? It's the best we can do. <laughs>